What's going on, y'all? This is your boy 1080G. This is the Unfocused and Focused Podcast. We are back once again. Got my boy Tasho in the building. What up, what up, what up? Got Coach Lucas in the building. What's going on, Kings? Kings. First Fitness is here, man. How y'all feeling, man? How's, how's y'all Monday been? Yeah. Money making Monday. Money, 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 money. I, I, it's like when I say money, I you just get tongue tied. I get tongue tied. I keep saying it. It's, it's attached. Like that, that's my life right now, man. The hustle, the grind, money making Monday. What, what was your money making Monday looking like today? Oh man, my money making Monday was awesome. It was awesomely blessed. Um, I actually set a goal this week, and I had a word for the weakest uh, organization. I want to be better with organizing. So um, I set out today, and we didn't make money, but we made contacts that would bring us money for the future. So we definitely made some great contacts today, and uh, it was a definitely successful Monday. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was a good Monday. Um, I spent the weekend relaxing, getting a little R&R, and... Um, yeah, I was actually supposed to be in the Dominican Republic with the homie Lear. Uh, my passport came in too late. So, you know, I'm like, I, I got to do something. You know, and everything happens for a reason. For whatever reason, I, I, I guess I just wasn't meant to be in DR. And went to Tampa, relaxed, was on the beach, got some good footage. And, um, you know, I just got the... Uh, the, the, the rest out of my system and, and Monday I was just ready you know what I'm saying I was like I'm gonna knock out a, a bunch of goals this week um, I don't really have time to, to play around this week because I got it out of my system that's that's why it's always good to just just get away you know we work so hard sometimes you just gotta chill and and you know just like a battery like a computer recharge. You, you gotta recharge so as much as I don't like to separate myself from the work you know, the weekend got me back right, and I'm ready. You know, it's a few projects that I'm going to tackle this week, and I feel confident that I'm going to finish them up and, and, you know, move on to the next project. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is this is one of them right here, linking up with y'all to just chop it up. You know, that, that really sets the tone for the week for me. Um, but, yeah, man, money, money making Monday. So we... Uh, we gonna get into to a few topics real quick. So, Tasho, I don't. What, what's your deal with this this basketball? You got a, a new league, LeBron and 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 Steph Curry, and um, you know these dudes are talented. I love watching them play, especially when I went in person to watch uh, Steph Curry and LeBron James go go at it in the finals. Um, you know, it's an entertaining sport, but apparently it's not entertaining enough for my man Tasho because what, what is this other league, this other basketball league you've been watching? Buns and basketball, yo. Chilling with the butt? Buns and basketball. <laughs> buns and basketball? Like, Bun, like hot dog buns? Like they selling the, uh, the, the Franks at the game? No, sir. Booty cheeks. Chilling with the butt? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Booty cheeks all over the place. Just think. Basketball and booty cheeks. Dealing with the butt. That's all it is, yo. It's a bunch of women. Come on, a, bu- man. a bunch of women, you know what I'm saying, showing them yams while playing basketball. Man, I thought I didn't see it. I actually, I seen a clip, and 
I get it. You know, women are beautiful. Like, it's one of God's greatest creations, and basketball is one of God's greatest creations. <laughs> I don't watch much sports. Uh, uh, I thought we was going to talk about sports, but I did happen to see that buns and basketball. Everybody's seen it, man. Yeah, like, uh, listen, promo or something, I did see it. I'm listening, I'm t- listen, man. Did it spark your interest? Uh, I saw, I watched a clip, but I didn't, you know, follow her. Or catching the games, but I'm yeah, sure see, it was. A, uh, I'm I, sure it would take some talent. It was a. I want to go to a game. I want to go to a game, yo. See, that's the thing. I saw another clip where I feel like a lot of guys are, are just desensitized to the booty. You know, buns and basketball. It sound good. You, you you start that ten years ago, twenty years ago, everybody's going crazy. But right now, it's like. It's Instagram and buns and Instagrams, buns and and TikTok is buns and Facebook, buns and basketball. You go outside, it's buns, it's buns at 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 the mall, at the Walgreens. You know the buns. It's just a thing now. They out. So I don't know. I saw the clip and you know I I watched it. Like okay, I I see what's up with this, but. I don't know if I'm gonna go to a game. Like. I got I gotta check one of the games out just to, yeah, <laughs> just, just just to see the you know check the aesthetics out something because different. there's something different. Something yeah, different. absolutely. Yeah, gotta try thing, something different. Yeah, because the thing is like the clips I've seen them short them shorties were shooting threes, buns all shooting out shooting threes. threes. Yeah, damn. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. So I mean, granted, you know, it's a different you know aesthetic as far as you know you have the WNBA. The women's league, but you know that's not as appealing as buns and basketball, yo. <laughs> well, what what is it with the over sexualizing? We got the NBA, then we got the WNBA. Like the NBA don't have the uh, the dudes with <laughs> with their shirt off just playing ball. You know what I'm saying? Why the women always gotta take half their clothes off to get some attention? Because clearly ain't nobody going to these WNBA games at and, all. But the thing is this though, yo, if, if the women felt no type of way about it, they wouldn't participate in the sport. Those women are glad. They, they are gladly out there running up and down the court, buns all over the place. I mean, I, I, I agree. Women, Look, it's they, like roller derby. Roller derby, they was pretty strong. She's doing the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're just capitalizing off of, That's off it. of the sex sales. That's it. True, true. That's all. I get it. You know, buns and basketball, don't knock it till you try it, but... You know, it's just so many distractions these days. I try to limit. I try to limit them, and I don't want to be binge watching buns and basketball, <laughs> watching the whole first season like it's power or something. <laughs> like I didn't watch the whole season. Yeah. For for me, all I need is just one one game of that, just to see. Just I mean, I'm I'm watching clips, but I just feel like one game of just watching that in person. One game. I'll be good after that. I don't think I'll be like, yo, I need to be a season ticket or nothing <laughs> like that. Like, I, it's not going to get that deep for me, you know what I'm saying? I just need one game of that, though. I can see that. You know, I I just needed a clip. I saw a clip yeah. of it on the Instagram. I was cool, you know what I'm saying? But tell me how the game goes. And, and don't be surprised if you see me in the stands. <laughs> exactly. Yo. You know, people change, you know, and women are beautiful and, and buns are beautiful. You know, as much as I like to, to stay focused and stay on the grind, I'm a man at the end of the day, you know, so... Man, buns and basketball. Um, yeah, and 
We're not going to talk about that for long, man. We, we try to keep these people locked in and, and maybe give some type of motivation, inspiration. They like the, they like the, the drama. You know, I, I spread a post the other day said Facebook actually, people actually stay more engaged with the drama post. And Facebook, you got on Facebook it's just motivating all day. They say they, they lose more people. So people like to be engaged with the drama. Negative. That makes sense. The negative. A, a drama post and they stay engaged a little longer. That's crazy. That makes sense. It's so, sad. It's sad that it's like that though. Like, like it, it's sad that people are more in tune or want to be more uh, in the know when it comes to drama, as opposed to someone giving some uplifting or yeah. motivational, you know, encouragement to somebody. You rather hear about some some mayhem and ruckus happening. Oh yeah, if, if Coach Lucas gets on here, we just get to talking really reckless and crazy and all that. I'll get like a million views real quick. Right. Like, oh yeah, what is he doing talking like that? But. But we can get there. You know? Yeah, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I always felt like, man, it shouldn't take it shouldn't take a bunch of drama and a bunch of negative whatever for you to for people to gravitate to you. It shouldn't. Like why why would why would you want to be known for bringing drama or causing drama? I would want to be more known for encouraging and uplifting yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? I, that's just me though. Nah, that's that's me too. That's my stance on it. You know, I it's like a, to it's a growth it. thing, though. Because at one point, I liked the rowdy and going crazy and yeah. being, being the gangster and all that. It just was the upbringing before you got the light. So it was actually it was cool to be yeah, yeah, yeah. like that before you know you wake up from your elements and your surroundings. You just see that as being cool. Yeah, yeah. See, when we were younger, you can. You, you could afford to do some rowdy, like, just, like, spontaneous, like, yo, we we about to just do something crazy. Like, yeah. I, I remember my, uh, my little brother, he used to have this little song he would do with, with the girls. He'd be like, do something crazy, do something crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you just wanted to do something crazy at, at certain points. But when you get older, um, you know, you, you get arrested, you wake up. You know, you sober up and and, and you got a, a two thousand dollar bail that you gotta pay, or your car gotta come out the the towing place, or you gotta bail a friend out. You know, it, it could get really expensive yeah. being reckless. So I don't know if it's maturity or if people just being smarter with their money. Yeah. You know, because you driving. I mean, I used to drive crazy. Like I used to race all the Facts. time. Like. Me and, and and Marcus, my my roommate from college, when we first got our cars, it didn't matter where we was going. Like, yo, you trying to go to the mall real quick? We racing it on the highway. We racing. We in the, in the neighborhood. We racing. But now nah, I ain't trying to be racing nobody. I ain't trying. I'm trying to get no two hundred dollars <laughs> ticket. My my license jammed up. Yeah, yeah. So grow up. Yo, you went to the light pole one time too. Man, my my car my car issues have been pretty crazy, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna lie, I just uh, when I went to Tampa, I had rented out a um, what was that? A Jeep Wrangler, mm-hmm. and I say for the first time in a minute, you know, I was like, yo, I, I really felt the vibe of this joint. Yeah, you know, you can take, yeah, you take the top, yourself. yeah, you can take the top off of that joint. You know, it's perfect for the beach. You know, just cruising. Um, and then I just like how I just sit up, you know, it's like kind of boss status, but, um, so yeah, Jeep I might, I might, I, I just, 
I had to throw that out there because you know, Jeeps you know, are dope, I, man. I didn't, I didn't wreck some some whips and 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 been wreckers, but now like we talking, it's too expensive to do that. So I, I'm a, I'm on a straight and narrow. I think it's time for me to do. You'll be you'll be all right, man. You'll you'll be all right. Just go around. You didn't you didn't have a few Jeeps though. Yeah, the Jeeps are dope, man. Jeeps are dope. Jeeps are very durable. They sit up high. Get you from point A to point B like you want, man. You can't go wrong with it. Yeah, I, reliable. I think, uh, reliable. It value. Yeah, okay, so y'all done inspire me a little bit more. Um, so we talking about inspiration. We gotta get back to the drama. That's how I worry. They not gonna listen to this podcast if we not talking about some drama. Who we got? What's the drama? What's the drama? Well, hold on before the drama, RIP the Black Rob too, man. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. RIP the Black Rob. Um you know that's music just like dmx that's music we grew up we grew up on and i mean i ain't gonna act like black rob had like a, a plethora of music that i was into yeah but the one song everybody know whoa um Bang. it was it was such an impact on the on the music culture mm-hmm. that black rob's name was just legendary so, for me when i heard it say black rob died they said you heard about black rob I said like whoa, like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 exactly. exactly. Said that Rob like whoa, like, yeah. yeah. And, and you talk, you talking about people from three different areas. Like I'm in New York. Everybody, you you go outside. Everybody blast. That beat was so crazy. That was crazy. Just the whole energy, the vibe of that song was so dope. You know, and, and you in Atlanta, you you in Georgia, you rocking out to. You was listening yeah, to Black yeah. Rock? Oh, yeah, we like, whoa, yeah. Word, word. Yeah. And you was in NC in Greenville. I mean, he, he touched a lot of people all over the world. Yep. And uh, it's real sad to see some of the footage that I've seen on, on social media where he's, like, crying out for help. And, you know, of course, people are like, yo, why did he ain't, you know, able to pay his, his hospital fees or, or whatever he had going on? And, and even now, they started a GoFundMe where um, they're trying to get his funeral expensive, expenses paid for, and I guess probably some medical stuff too. And, you know, they, they got a GoFundMe for this man. And I'm just like, how could somebody so legendary attached to somebody that's so rich, you know? And, and he's part of the reason he made him rich. Uh, he's part of the reason why he is rich. Uh, speaking Black Rob and, and Diddy, um, why do why does he have a GoFundMe? You go to GoFundMe. When I checked it, it was like it was at like two thousand dollars. You know, the, the the goal is twenty thousand. Bro, you can't like. I know y'all seen a clip with Diddy was he was at the game and he was looking at the dollar like all confused like what is this doing in my pocket? You know, Diddy got some real money, man. Why is Black Rob? Why does his family have to have a, a GoFundMe where? You know, they trying to get $20,000. That's a PPP loan. Like, that's a... That, I mean, it's just too much money floating around. And, and I, you can't tell me Diddy don't got it. But but is that... But is that... Puss responsibility, though? And the reason why I say that, man, because... I mean, yo... It's like the army. Like, once you put in that time and the energy... He was at a, a record label put, putting in his blood, sweat, and tears... And he probably making what thirty, if that thirty percent of of it's probably a lot less. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. a number out there. He's 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 making a lot of money for a lot of people, and he's not getting his just due. I don't think you know for for the work that he. I mean that's just how the record companies work. 
You yeah. know, so I'm just looking at it like it's the army. You put in this time and this energy. You pretty much gave your soul away to this to this company. That's how they say the music game work. And when it's all said and done, I, I got to start a GoFundMe for for twenty thousand. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It just sounds crazy. I'm not gonna make it seem like that's totally Diddy's responsibility, but I I would think that twenty thousand is like nothing for Diddy, and it's just like. If if I had a, a, a thank God on focus employee that, you know, had made me millions of dollars, you know, and I seen a twenty thousand dollar tab, you know, he passed away or whatever, they passed away. I would try my best to take care of that. You but know we don't I mean? but we don't know at the same time what's been going on behind the scenes. Yeah. You only go you only yeah. going by what you've heard from the from the internet. We don't know if behind the scenes if Puff actually reached out to their family though. He he may he may have, you know what I'm saying? So we we we're really just going by speculation yeah. right about now. You know what I mean? You, I'm, I'm pretty oblivious to the situation. Uh, I ain't kept up with Black Rob since like whoa, so exactly. I don't know what he's been doing. Yeah, and that's another thing know, too, what, like what like whole Puff might have got him out of in the past. He was, exactly. He was homeless. Um, he was homeless, and he he put this video out just crying a cry out for help, and um, he pretty much died like a week week or so later. He looked real ill then during those videos I saw. Even what? even though during those videos, the ones that you're referring to, yeah, yeah. He, he looked real sickly. I was like, man. Yeah, and I'm, I guess he, he he had medical conditions or he wasn't taking care of himself. Um, but I don't know. It's just sad. It's just sad to see that. It know? is. Yeah. It is. It's unfortunate. But I, I I think behind the scenes, ultimately, they're gonna make sure that Black Rob. Goes out the right yeah, properly. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have that. Beyond the be fun, the go find me. Yeah, exactly. And, and already, I, already taken care. Exactly. Yeah, and and you, you never know. It may be just way other, more other people aside from Puff that are assisting behind the scenes as far as you know his expenses or whatever. I'm pretty sure they're looking out for him proper though, man. Yeah, nonetheless, it is, yeah, it's gonna make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna gonna put that out in the in the universe. Everything's gonna be cool. Everything happens for a reason, you know. Hopefully, this situation, uh, I don't know, prevent the, the preventative I, situation. Yeah, it's so. a preventative situation because somebody like a Black Rob or, or DMX, like, we need to have more awareness of, of, of these rappers taking care of themselves because they they going into these lifestyles where. It's deteriorating. You it's know, a great topic. Great topic. Well, the preventative is a lot of times is is we grown up in childhood trauma. So like DMX, DMX went through a lot of childhood trauma. Yeah. And so he had been battling them demons, and that 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 went to uh, the addiction, which he got tricked into. But it's still, he was able to keep that addiction to feed him fighting his demons that he always fought. Yeah. So uh, a lot about us black men, we got the mental health, so we, we don't know how to deal with it. And so that takes a, that takes a toll on not only only your stress but your 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 health. So not only your brain health but your physical health. And so True. so with that comes down to it. Um, a lot of times, like if he's going through homelessness, he was in mental health. A lot of things he was going through, he stressed out, which could have caused him to be in the early grade to be so sickly. So we gotta we gotta have be more self aware, take care yeah. of ourselves, um, more healing. Uh, talk to people, get counseling. Um, and just charge ourselves up every day. We don't know the mental health and to, you know, give that self-care. So we're beating ourselves down every day. We don't recharge up. We don't go and give that, that time to get better. And we just wear so much and we don't release. Like talking now, a lot of, we ain't gonna talk to nobody. So 
we just keep it in. Who we talking to? Nobody. Right. You yeah. talk to you if you ain't got a, uh, if you ain't got a homie that you keeping like uh, that you really talk to. A lot of times you got a homie, but you ain't gonna tell him everything. Right. So you ain't got you keeping stuff inside. You ain't letting it go. So uh, it, it's the, really the mental health aspect. A lot of things with with DMX that we're talking about his his mental health, his demons that he was fighting. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we definitely got to get to just even more men groups. You know what I mean? Getting together, talking to each other, and, and just being how to be that support. Nah, I agree. I agree. And um, I just mentioned as far as the, the music community, because it just seemed like, you know, the rappers that get into it. I mean, we, we've been doing this podcast for a little minute. We didn't RIP a lot of artists. And, you know, it's like they go into the music and they they rapping about drugs and they taking the drugs. And, you know, it's always a party. And, they you know, people always expect them to be lit and, and just charged up, you know, mm-hmm. so they, they taking these uppers and, and, and then they they smoking the weed, they up and down all day and it's just like it's crazy, I, I could just imagine you know, having to, just imagine you going to a, a show and 75% of your fans are intoxicated and, and just, they, they're on drugs too, like it's a good chance you're going to be on the same stuff, you know, because I know with me, you go into a party sober mm-hmm. and it's nothing but drunk people, <laughs> you know, you like, man, I need, <laughs> yeah, I need a drink, man. These people are going crazy, you know, so it's just like these artists. I don't know. I, I just always think about that with the the music community. But, um, but yeah, prayers out to um, just anybody dealing with mental issues and, and, and like Coach Lucas said, you got to speak on it, put it out there, you know. Um, write it down, start a journal, you know, you got to get that type of stuff off your chest. And uh, speaking on just a conversation we was having earlier, you know, you just never know when you put it out there who is going to help. You know, it's going to help you just by being able to release it. And then it's going to attract people that have common issues and then you could talk about it and, you know, have a, a, a accountability partner. And, and you ain't even realize that somebody you speak to all the time is dealing with the same stuff. You've been hiding this this issue, you know, just like, damn, I've been dealing with the same mm-hmm. thing. Right. You know, yeah. so yeah, I've been learning to just uh, live in the moment. Stop thinking about, oh, what do I do tomorrow? What do I do later? And just. If you plan, write it down what you need to do, and it's already there. Say it, speak it, write it down, it's there. Then don't think about it until it's time to do it. Yeah. And so, because a lot of times I catch myself just thinking, oh man, I make this, make this grant, get that, make sure I want to get these funds. I'm like, nah, relax. Just I'm driving down the road, relax. I met some good people today. You know, it's going to come for you. A lot of times you just got to remember that, you know, everything really going to be all right. But if you overthinking, you keep overthinking, then you really overworking yourself and you really making things not work for you by overthinking. Right, you're not going with the flow. Yeah. So you just mentioned something. You was talking about the uh, the grants. Like, what do you know about grants? Because, you know, we, we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and, and, and brands, whether it's, it's, it's mu- musicians or artists or you know, just uh, just a, a whole wide range of, of people that could use that type right. of knowledge. You know, Man, so I've been uh, nosing, headed on grants, just reading, studying, uh, self-talk, talking to people. How do grants work? Is it's just like they just give you you put together a presentation, and then they say, "Okay, this sounds cool. We're gonna cut you a check." 
Most of the time when you have a grant, you have to apply for it. They have different guidelines that you have to uh, uh, fees to uh, get the grant. So they'll have, say for instance, a grassroots grant. You'll have to have different grassroots things in the community that you're doing to enter those guidelines to get the grant. Mm. And so, so first so give one, me an example. Oh, he's about to get. Yeah, for example, like uh, uh, they had a grant for for $20,000. It was, this one here was just with NAF. And so you had to say what you were going to do with the $20,000 specifically. Mm. And they want to know what you're going to do all the way down to a T. How you're going to use the money. And then they want to know your budget. Uh, it was all included in your budget. And so it want to be down to a T what you're going to do with their money. And uh, so, so when they when they say if you have a goal, write it down. Like that's it sounds like that's way more important than than anybody can imagine because it's like yeah writing it down is cool and then putting it into action um, once you put the plan together but writing it down it allows you to present it to people that might want to invest in your company apparently yeah you're able to present it and like so when, when they, and then when they have the grants a lot of them you're able to market your whatever you need towards what they're asking. So a lot of like, for instance, the company value might be okay. They want to they want to bring wellness to children more in the underserved communities. Mm-hmm. And so your company might best just be fitness, but you're not into wellness. So what you need to do is you need to make a project that's going towards wellness so you can fit inside their grant guidelines. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. so I'll make a project that says, okay, I'm going to be doing, okay, I got... Uh, I got Focus Fitness, but we're going to be having a project where we're going to be in this underserved community and we're going to help these children out with wellness. And so now you're in their guidelines of what they're looking for to serve. And now you you fit those grants. So a lot of times people apply for grants and they're not even fitting inside what the grant is asking for. And so you're crossed out from from the get-go. How long does that process take as far as the grants? Like as far as you, I guess, being approved for a grant? Uh, different different grants would be from thirty to thirty days to to about ninety days. So they have a deadline for you to apply for grants. Mm-hmm. So all most grants, all grants have a deadline. You apply for the grant, and then they have a period that you wait thirty days, some of them sixty days before they pick who's approved for the grants. Cool. That's what's up, man. A lot of people could use that info. So. Apparently, Coach Lucas is the grant man. Hit him. But, but, but they say, really, the thing is, you know, as far as if you're trying to get grants, is uh, the, the best way to get funding is person, uh, direct contact. So mm-hmm. not looking towards a big organization for grants, but looking for uh, you to give me $10 monthly to feed my costs or, you know, other people to give me $10 monthly to feed my costs. That's where 70% of your money will come from versus the big grants. And I can imagine there's a lot of companies that they're really, really looking for uh, businesses that they can invest into because it's like a tax write-off. Yep. You know, it's helping them financially to help you financially. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a dope thing about being an entrepreneur and, and going into businesses. It's like your company works better when you work with <clears throat> when you work with other companies. You know, and, and invest into other people and. Um, yeah, that's dope, man. We're going to have to really chop it up about this grant stuff uh, once we get off here because uh, how much you would charge? Like, so you see, and that's with the grant process. In the grant process, when you do the grant, if you're going towards funding, you write me in the budget. So you would write me, I would charge you $3,000 to write the grant. And so your grant, you would write $3,000 for your grant writer. 
And so I want to be inside. But what if budget. you don't get the grant? You would have to get paid. I know oh, it's, yeah, a, it's a lot of writing that so goes you would into make, You would pay the grant writer up front, maybe a 50%, uh, and then he would maybe guarantee you the grant, uh, something like that. Got nature. you, got you. So do you feel that confident, confident with it where you could guarantee, you know, like, all right, I'm trying to do this, and I guess if I meet the criteria, you could say, like, yeah, I'll I get you this grant. I'm getting there. I'm in the beginning. I've been writing a few grants for myself, working with a couple others, learning uh, from others who have the expertise. And so I just said, matter of fact, just to manifest it, I just told somebody today, I said in about six months or so, I'll be confident enough to, to write grants for others. And, Speaking and into existence. To do it. I just said that today. Yeah, six months, that's right around the corner. So, yeah, whenever you're ready to uh, put that service out there, definitely let me know. Um, but yeah, so we gave a little inspiration um, and, and we gave the RIP to Black Rob. We was talking about going into the drama, you know, but we had to pause it real quick. The drama, I feel like that's, that's necessary for us to talk about um, is that South Carolina incident. You know, everybody's talking about that. Everybody's going crazy. Did, did you see that on the um, social media with the, the young um, black kid? And I didn't witness it. I, I, try, I try not to feed myself with a lot of that. Um, I, I just don't see it unless I see it. Um, I try to just keep the positive feeds and keep hitting the community, but um, I would definitely like to get my perspective on it. So, yeah, Tastro, he, he put me on to the situation. I, I, saw, I saw some content shared online, but... Um, but yeah, I, I'm not going. You you know the story pretty well. I mean, pretty much all it was was um this uh, sergeant. He seen this black kid walking in the neighborhood, and he approached him, har- pretty much harassing him. Like, what are you doing here? Um, from what I've seen online, before the incident was being recorded, yeah, before the incident was being recorded, he actually smacked the phone out of the young black man's hand. And cracked his phone, and pretty much was just just pretty much white privilege, uh, harassing, like, harassing. He was pushing them, and yeah, you know, but, the kid was just confused. He, he was just walking, you know, and and he he felt like he shouldn't have been walking through that neighborhood. I, I love it, but what I do love about the situation is this is where where we win. He handled that awesome. He didn't get aggressive. He didn't. He really just kept his, his composure and right. he done it. The, the narrative so, is changing for real. Yeah, but the thing is this. See, what he want is, this is what they did. They're not afraid of an angry black man, aggressive. They're afraid of an intelligent black man. So they, they don't want, if he got aggressive, then it's boom, he would have been another shot person out there in that neighborhood and he would have mm-hmm. he, he fight with no voice. And so the good thing is, you beat him with the mind. And so you keep it at peace and you complain later. And then what gets done? I, I think he was fired. Sergeant may have been fired. They had protests all in front of his mm-hmm. house. So you move and you meet, you beat him with that mind. You beat him yep. with that mind. It, it, it's a wrap. And so I, I had instant the same same instant happened to me at Piedmont Park. I know, uh, yeah, at Botanical Gardens. I'm walking with my daughter, pushing in the scroller, and the white guy decides to step in front of my scroller, and while I'm pushing my daughter, infant, and I'm like, okay, uh, I had to take a deep breath, and I just walked around. Him. And so later on, after I collect, collect my composure, 
um, I was able to uh, approach him and say, you know, sir, why would you conduct yourself that way with my children, with me, and, and things of that manner? Why would you do that? And so he's like, I didn't, I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't know. I was like, you did because your wife told you, told me to just push you out of the way. And I said, I would never conduct myself that way, you know, when you're with your children. You know, that, that wasn't cool. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. So he felt, he felt silly because I approached him that way. Later on down the line, down the trail, he said, hey man, can I buy you and your kids some peanuts? Can I do this and that for you? He was so apologetic, but had I hit him with the anger, you know, he would have been different. It would have been different, way mm -hmm. different. So you got to kill him with the peace and the mind. And, and, and it's a whole different ball game. It's chess, man. It's definitely chess out here. With that being aggressive doesn't necessarily work in our favor a lot of times. Yeah. So you gotta, you definitely gotta be in with the mind. It, is, it certainly is a mind game. It's funny you say that because when I was in um, Carolina, I literally got pulled over. I got pulled over. He said that I was speeding, but I wasn't speeding. I was on a regular road, yo. You know what I'm saying? He did a U-turn, and he came behind me because he had literally had seen me earlier posted up. So he rode, he had rode by, so he had already seen me. So when he saw my car once again, he just did a U-turn, you know, he checked my license or whatever, so I was good to go. But when he initially hit, you know, pulled me over, he was like, do you know how fast you were going? I was like, let's see, that was a 45 mile per hour uh, road that I was on, I was going like 50. Mm -hmm. He was like, no, you were going like 60. I was like, there's no way, there's no way. He didn't even know, he, he just- like, he was hoping you didn't know. But like, I'm like, nah, there's no way. I, I knew exactly what, what I was doing on the road that I was on. I know where I was at. Nonetheless, he checked my license. I was good, so he had to let me go. You know what I'm saying? But it's all a mental thing, man. It's all mental. It's all man, mental. I just want to just real quick thank God for having a good license because that's, that's <laughs> not a, a good situation to be in when yeah. the cops pull you over. Nope. I remember just... Taking back roads all the time and, and always looking in my rearview mirror. As soon as I see a cop, I'm pulling over instantly. I'm getting out of the car, everything. You can't associate me with this vehicle or driving it or anything. Yeah, yeah, it feels good. Yeah. It feels good to have them license. <laughs> Man. Yeah. But, I had you know, to pray and ride a few times. Yeah, but I guess the crazy thing about when you are driving, you know, it's, it's almost like that's the opportunity that the, the police have to get into your business and, and, and try to start trouble. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it, that's one, I, it's, a, it's a catch 22. That's one thing I've, I've appreciated about not driving mm -hmm. is it's a lot less interactions with the law. That's true. Yeah, yeah <laughs> true. But, but at the same time, man, it's always just positive, man. I've been pulled over by the police numerous times. Um, in my past life, you know, I got a huge past life, uh, but every time I've always been positive and it's worked out for me 88% uh, of the time, the other times I was incarcerated, but the, 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 the other 88% of the time, the positive, the positive vibes with the police always works out. It don't always work out, but just, just keep it positive and uh, yes sir, no sir, it's not ass kissing. A lot of people always ask us, and no, it's not. It's to be playing chess. I need to get where I need to go. If they treat you wrong, then report it. Get the badge number reported. Something will be done about it. But nah, just, that's real. As soon as you get aggressive, you, you change the ball, and they get the balls in their court, and I just keep it positive. Yes, sir. Sorry about that. I'm going to go home. See you later. Laugh when they pull off. Take the take your hand out of the lion's mouth. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the name of the game. You got to ease your hand out of the lion's mouth. And yeah. if that means you being cordial and being polite in the process, then you do that. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, you know. It's unfortunate, but, you know, 
it's chess, you know. Sometimes in chess, it's unfortunate you lose your pawn, but yeah, you've got to play with the cards that we dealt. And right now, Facts. we're not dealt the cards to talk shit to the police. You just can't. It's a difference between you getting home and you getting put in a body bag. Man, but uh, yeah, old dude, he did handle that well, young boy, um, in South Carolina, and you know the cop. He he's just gonna get handled. I, or is he gonna get handled? It's it's kind of crazy. Job? He lost a job or something. Right? The, the army, the, the sergeant. Um, I I think he got arrested. He's definitely arrested right now. I don't know if he's lost his job or anything like that. But I, I think the military is probably not playing them games with him, as far as the the ridicule that he's gotten. You know, for what he did, especially with the video with the video floating around like that, mm-hmm. they don't want that type of smoke on them. So yeah. they're going, they're going to definitely, he's going to probably get what they call in the military an Article 15, which is pretty much when you get kicked out of the army. Mm. Yeah, so we'll see how that pans out. I guess sometimes I think that there's got to be some type of secret fund that they have, like, off to the side, some, I don't know, Illuminati or just something crazy because it's like, how are these people just so easily risking their jobs and their future and their careers, you know, off dumb stuff, like little kid walking down the street, I'm going to pull out a gun and shoot him, you know, just like, you know how you be at work and you put on your your work voice, you know, because you ain't trying to lose your job, but these cops, they just... It's like they don't care, and I'm just like it's it's got to be something that we don't know about that's taking care of these cops. Yeah, the KKK, the KKK. Like, do you like most of these? Most of these uh, police officers are secretly a part of KKK. Like a lot of these politicians are part of the KKK. That's why a lot of times you see. You know, cops killing black people and nothing really happens ultimately. Yeah, that, that's that's the secret behind it. I think it, it makes sense. You know, because that's just the question. Because these cops, they have families, they got kids. You know, and, and most adults that I know, it's just like we were talking about. It, it's expensive to be reckless, but the cops, they just they don't have no fear with the with the reckless activity. You know, so I'm just like, man, they. They, these people are straight Yeah they get fired or, them, or, or whatever But You know It's something that We don't know about That's That's You know that we, I, I didn't get that memo Cause these cops They obviously know something you That we don't that know either. They, they know something That we don't know Cause it's just like I Yeah think, I'm gonna lose my job But I'm good I think it's just White became, privilege uh, man It's just become It came common for, for them to To shoot And give an excuse And so they They've been more more uh, more likely to do it because they you know they don't feel as many consequences. So when I'm you know, getting off with uh, he was reaching for a gun, so it's like it's it's more common now. And then it's getting more exposure than it did back in the day. But I think that it's just you got these new cops that it's it's, it's just more common with he's reaching or or he's fidgeting or you know and it keeps happening and nobody's really getting no you know repercussions. Yeah, they, right. they try to say like. You know, if 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 you if you're scared of the people that you're policing, then you shouldn't have been a, a police officer Pretty in the much. first place. You know, and I believe that, but I don't know. It's just it's just it's deeper. You know, I guess it, it's what you said makes sense with the KKK stuff because you know it's like trying to make sense of that. Like you know, I, I believe in God, and you know, it's like God didn't. Did, did God create these people that's just going out killing these these young kids like that? You know, it's just, I mean, 
I don't know. You gotta have the good with the bad to 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 appreciate the good. But I don't know. I just be trying to make sense. Like how these people, like where their minds at. Like what what type of upbringing, you know? Like you got too much time on your hands when you going out and and you you want to kill a little kid, you know, over like stealing a, stealing a candy bar or whatever. They got all type of training tasers, you know. But time and time again, they they never. You know, try to take the the least. Um, you know, they. they when's the last time they used a taser? I, they I use it. They use it for white people like, when they did training. Just for show or something. So yeah, I was trying to let it down a little, but I, I think it's the 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 value of life. Yeah. They, they don't really value our life. Not at all. Like that. Just like they did with the Constitution, they say we're one third of a man. Yep. So I, I don't think it's the value of, of the life yet. And I but think how we not, get that value back, we bring it to ourselves though. You know, we begin to value each other and build each other up and they'll be less likely to even like they want they want food as we keep building our kingdom up, building our, our businesses up and we'll empower ourselves. Um, they're less likely to do it. We don't need them to come in our neighborhoods to pull that mess. They pull in our neighborhoods. We already got everybody's on one accord. What y'all looking for? We don't need that. Exactly. Because we're stopping our own crime. Like, okay, the neighborhood knows each other. We're back to everybody knowing each other. What is he doing over here? Oh, I seen so-and-so. He broke in your house. Everybody knows each other. So we police in our own areas. We don't got to call the police to be on kill the young cat. We can reprimand him ourselves. Or we already got the neighborhood watching everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With each other. So once we get back to you know building each other not shooting each other we ain't got no reason for you to come over here we ain't got no reason for you to bother it's still probably it's gonna happen but it's gonna lessen they're gonna be less likely to do it because we're, we're more powerful together the the number one robotics the smartest robotic engineers is a black kid so, yeah. so you got so many sources together that they won't want to fool with you once you you know together unified and you're doing what you need to do um, they won't want to I mean, I could see that, but it's, it's just, you know, I know white people and, and I know some white people that are, are really great people, yes, you know, but then it's like, I mean, I guess it's evil in, Good, in any evil race in and, and yeah, it just, it don't matter who it is, but it's just crazy um, how they just like kill these people like that. But then it's like, we, we kill each other, yeah, yeah. you know, black for, on black for, crime. For a $5 dice game. So, you know, we have to, you know, we, we gotta, we can be biased and say, okay, well, if they do it, they don't get the same type of time and stuff like that. So what, it it comes back to really, if we know that we're gonna do a crime and get more time than them, then let's stop doing the crime and try to better ourselves and, and find connections and unify so we ain't gotta worry about that, okay? We don't want the system treating us wrong, then let's not go to the system. I've been through the system. Right. Treat me wrong, I was wrong. But how did I get to the system? I did wrong. You yeah, put yourself, I was in the yeah, wrong yeah. environment, but I did wrong, which pushed me into a system that was able to treat me wrong. So if we do preventative things to keep me out of the system, you can't treat me wrong. Now I can get in the system and I can help be be better. So our problem is we don't we think everything's gonna always gonna shut us down or they gonna stop us if we get this far. We don't know that because we ain't went that far. Yeah. We stop ourselves in the mind before we even get somewhere. And so we, if once we unify and we come come together, it's a lot of shit gonna stop. And that's just the emphasis I had to put on it because 
coming together. We got so much. I meet the brother here, uh, and, and it's not about money. He might have a resource for me, but he don't. I don't. He don't need. He don't need no money. He got a truck that he don't need. Been sitting in his yard forever. Here, man, you can have his truck mm-hmm. and, and different things like that. That's just a, or, or or he got a boxing class that you know different things that we can trade and we can teach each other where we can build each other up. And, and I, I think also too, like I feel like for, as far as they're concerned, honestly. All they really respect is money and violence. Mm. And unfortunately, we haven't really exuded neither one towards them. And what I, what I mean by that is, like, they say, the, they say the black dollar only circulates for like six, six hours amongst us. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Six hours, bro. That's wild. That's not even a whole day. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we, we don't have it. We don't really have a leg to stand on because we don't have any economic power. Mm-hmm. No economic empowerment. It's like when these other these other races, when they have issues or concerns, they pull their resources together mm-hmm. and they make something happen. Mm-hmm. We, unfortunately, don't do that. For example, give my give my, my uh, Spanish guys. For example, I love my Spanish community. Uh, I, I went to Norcross out there in Norcross, man. The, you, I watched it come from, and we can't say a black white thing because they were white people owning these grocery stores, white people owning dealerships, and the Spanish people came over there. They took their money, put it together, and they own grocery stores, they own convenience stores, they own the whole plazas in that area because they unified and they put their money together and they put their differences aside Economic and, they, and they make their money together. Yeah, and it's so. You watch them. They own whole whole dealerships and yep. everything in a certain area. Now, uh, I'm just trying to think of a thriving black area like that. I think of the West End. Yeah. The West End is pretty thriving with black businesses yeah. and doing pretty well. But that it, that's minute to the amount of black people we got in every different community. That's just true. Um, there's no way. The beauty supply should be in our neighborhood. And yeah, we say, oh, man, when they get better deals and stuff like that. Or, 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 you know, we got different JJ's Fish, for example. They come in here. I think they might. I hope they're black-owned, but I don't think they are. Mm-hmm. But they come in the hood, and they make everybody go support them. When you have the, the fish market next door, black-owned, it has way better fish quality and everything. But... You know, we'll, we got to support our own and we'll build each other up. Yeah, because I think, like, in the West End, like, the beauty supply store is owned by Asians. I've seen Asians up in there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's, so, it's everywhere. They treat you like shit. Yeah. They, they stay there. Yeah. Yeah. But we stay going in there, man. Yeah, we, we stay going in there. And it, I, I walk out, man. I went in there and they say, hey, you need a mask. I said, okay, I'm about to spend $40. Can you give me a little 50-cent mask? Like, uh, you, you could buy a mask. I said, oh, well, at my smoothie shop, I sell $5 smoothies. And if you come to my shop without a mask, I provide you with one. Complimentary mask. I'll go yeah. somewhere where they respect that, where you ain't trying to bang every dollar. Just want my dollar and don't really care about the people. Yeah. So, yeah, I, really, I like people that care for me about right. me and not just my dollar. Right. I agree with you on that. Yeah, the economics, you know, that's huge. Um, I, I see a lot of improvements, though, just the way we just came together for this podcast and we chopping it up. And, you know, each of us have supported each other, <clears throat> excuse me, in some type of way. So, yeah, we just got to lead by example. But oh, one time for the people, though, I definitely say we are doing better. Since in 2020, uh, the pandemic, I, I definitely yeah. say our people are doing better. We're coming together. I see good. I see nothing but good for the future for us. So I definitely see us doing better, more people uh, unifying. I see more peaceful people. Um, I definitely see it's definitely good in the future for us. True. So we are we going to take it to a lighter note. Um, 
The Tushy Spot, man. What you know about the Tushy Spot? Tushy Spot. No, no, I haven't heard of that one. The Tushy good. Spot, yeah, it's a um it's 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 a spot for your tushy. I mean it's exactly what it's saying. I didn't know nothing about it until uh I seen somebody post it on Instagram. Tushy spot. Is it yeah. is it similar to like the those uh you know how they have those in those like fancy bathrooms, you have the toilet, then right beside it you have like a little fountain. Little butt fountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's that. that's pretty much what it is. Um, you know, it, it it eliminates the need for uh, you know excessive toilet tissue and all that because you know you sitting down and um, you know it, it cleans your ass. Oh, it's for your house. Yeah, it's for oh, your okay, crib. okay, it's a little better. I thought we were going to a place for Tushy Spa. I was like, nah, I don't know about going to a place for Tushy Spa. Oh no, nah, this is in the bed. This, <laughs> this is your own personal. Yeah, home. this is in your actual bathroom. Okay, okay yeah. like like I, I don't know what this is. is. It called a veneer? Is that what it's called? Like those uh. Oh, I'm not sure. This is all yeah. new to me. I literally was was on yeah, Instagram and and I saw I saw him though. I saw one of my people and, and he was like, ah oh, man, he, he posted a picture of his and he was like, ah oh, man, I'm in heaven right yeah, now. Warm, warm the seat and yeah, and yeah, spray and, water and all that. And and it said tushy spine and it was all these people that was like, ah oh, man, I've been wanting to get one or I love mine. I'm like, I'm I'm new to this. I didn't know what it was and I well, googled I, I'm it. The first to admit, I spend a lot of time in my bathroom for my kids. It's like my me time. I yeah. spend there about an hour and a half. Just so get I can take, Yeah, just sitting on the toilet, so I can take the the seat warmer. But I don't know about the the spraying part. You know. Yeah, that seemed kind of weird. That, that, that's kind of weird. Right? Wiping the shower, you know. I don't want nothing splashing, you know, in 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 my ass, or, you know. Why? Just period, you know. It don't matter yeah. from. I just I, I, maybe I'm old school, man. The toilet tissue been working fine for me. Yeah, the toilet tissue's good. Yeah, it's. I it's, take the seat warmer though, because I, I can sit sit in the bathroom extensively, just reading and hiding from the children. But um, I mean, if you got a problem with you got. <laughs> <laughs> you got shit stains in your drawers, and and that's a, a continuous problem. I I got rid of that problem when I was a little kid. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need no tushy spot. Man, me. all you need is wet wipes, man. I don't know what like the, like the <laughs> fact that cats are still having problems with 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 skin marks and shit in their drawers. That's terrible, bro. That's what wet wipes are for. Is you that why, <laughs> is that why they get in the tushy spot? Because they they just don't know how to wipe their ass. I I mean I guess so, but. Man, all you need is wet wipes. You, you you'll save yourself that's a few what dollars. Man, they like the little water, the little water, a little splash. water splash. Yeah, they like the little splash. Shit, crazy, man. <laughs> they like the little water splash. See, somebody just said, yeah, they like the little water splash. <laughs> man, we've been talking about buns and and tushy spies and um, I don't know. We talked about a lot, man. It's a trend, man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's actually uh, about that time. Um, to be honest with you, we're gonna probably close this thing out, man. Season two, I, I've been really digging the, the collaborations. We didn't mix it up, had different faces, different perspectives on here. Coach Lucas, your perspective was real dope. We dropped some jewels for us. And uh, Tasha over here playing chess. We, we've been talking about making chess moves. This man is literally playing chess as we speak. Yeah, the mind rolling. The mind is rolling. Uh, but yeah, we're going to leave it at that, man. This is the Unfocused and Focused podcast, and we signing out. Man. Hey, man, we appreciate you having us, man, before we signed out. 
for appreciate you keeping us focused. Appreciate the focused content and keeping us motivated with that. Thank God I'm focused, man. I think, you know, you couldn't have a better brand name. Every day you gotta thank God that you're focused. Uh, the universe, uh, Buddha, Muhammad, whoever you call them, one God. Thank him every day that you're focused because somebody wanted him to do it. True, true. Yeah, we're gonna leave it on that note, man. I like that. So that's Coach Lucas, 1080G, Tasha, and that's my girl calling. We out of here. Peace and love.